Welcome to the Fresh Fiction Podcast. My name is Gwen Reyes. And I'm Danielle Jackson-Dresser. This is a podcast where we talk about what we're reading, watching, and listening to. Well, summer is finally upon us and we are ready. It's time for a host check-in because we have a lot going on. We also have a fabulous interview with the best-selling writing team, Christina Lauren, to talk about their new book, Something Wilder. We also go over our goals from last episode, set new ones, and share what's been bringing us comfort lately. Yay! (laughs) Danielle, how are you feeling this week? I have a cold. I think (laughs) everyone can know. Everyone knows. Everyone can tell. Um, Yeah, I I finally got a cold. I don't have COVID. I've taken a lot of tests just to be sure because I'm paranoid. Um, And I I have been doing, you know, I, I did... I, I went to my first conference since COVID in mm-hmm. person at the end of April and it was great, but I was like, there are a lot of people here. Mm-hmm. We're not really wearing masks. Yeah. Like we, we all had them, but we weren't like wearing them. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to come back from this and I'm going to have it. But I was like, fine, no symptoms, you know, whatever. My husband traveled for work for the first time in a really long time. Oh, wow. So, you know, he was traveling. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm obviously like we traveled over the holidays, but yeah, you know, so we've like made it through. I'm like knocking on my, I don't know if you can hear that, but I'm knocking on my <laughs> wooden desk. Um, but yeah, so I think it, like I, I was telling one before we started recording in the marketing and kind of editorial creative segment of the Anderson's basement. We, Mm -hmm. everyone kind of got this cold, but I was like, I was feeling very proud of myself because I hadn't gotten it. And then a couple of, a few days ago, I was like, no, no, there it is. (laughs) So I, but I, I do think I didn't get it as severely as some of my poor coworkers because some of them still have like that lingering around, like kind of just throat clearing thing. Mm -hmm. I feel like I'm on the mend. I'm hoping by the time, so I have two events. I'm totally rambling. I apologize already. No, go for but it. I I've two, missed you. I haven't seen you. I know we <laughs> haven't seen each other in a long time, but I have two like romance events at Anderson's this coming week. By the time this goes up, they will have happened. Mm-hmm. But, um, so like on one on Wednesday, I'm, I'm chatting with friend of the pod Lana Harper. Yay. Finally, we are yes. hanging out. <laughs> um, it's so funny because ever since we did our podcast, we have tried really hard to get together, mm-hmm. but like mm-hmm. something comes up and we just of haven't. Course. So now we have to, it's like her launch event. Yes, so, absolutely. And She's I'm gotta working be there. it. Yeah, yeah, she has to be there. I have to be there. I'm working. <laughs> I'm interviewing her. Like yeah. we have to do that. And yeah. then we have our esteemed guest today, Christina Lauren and friend of the pod, Sonali Dave will also, it'll be Mm -hmm. kind of one of their book events for their new books is also happening with Anderson's. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not moderating that one, but I am like going to be like the Anderson's like voice at, Mm -hmm. you know, have to go on stage and tell everyone when to go get their book signed and all of that. So it's like, I have to get better (laughs) (laughs) because this is, this is a whole thing. Uh, and the good thing, if anything, you'll have that mask on while you're doing. Yes, exactly. No, right. For these events, I will be masking Mm -hmm. like until like, maybe when I do the interview, I will take it off so I can just speak freely. And when I'm like on stage introducing people, but yeah, I'm definitely masking. I mean, and I think that's kind of the beauty of this now, because like I was saying, everyone, when, when it was making the rounds in our department, like that person was, would wear a mask and like, we would wear masks too. Like Mm -hmm. we were having like a meeting or something. So it really, I think it has changed 
the game. And I know a lot of people talk about, you know, like in, in various parts of Asia, because the population is so dense, like when people do get sick, they just wear masks. Like that is, that is what you do. And so I'm hoping that kind of becomes the norm here because at this point, first of all, it's wild that I haven't been officially, I haven't had COVID. You know, I think that puts a lot of me and my family and people and other people included, like there are so many people now that just get it. Like it is kind of becoming the thing, which Mm -hmm. sucks, but it's also, it's like, I think this is what we're going to kind of have to move into. So, yeah. But it's also a testament to the community that you surround yourself with. Right. And that's the thing, like to your point of like finding people and, and, and hoping that folks will be more mindful and wearing their masks Mm -hmm. when they are sick or, or being around people that do that. I think that that's really important too, because if you have people in your communities that don't follow that, then it's so much harder to get them to to like give a shit, you know? No, that's how I feel. Cause it's like, sometimes I'm walking through target and I'm just like, I see you coughing over there, sir, please put a mask on Oh my God. whether Anna. it's COVID or not, you know, exactly. at that point, at this point. Yeah. Have we so, learned nothing? <laughs> I know. So that, yeah, maybe that that's what I've kind of learned is that like, even though I'm unwell, I I'm, you know, I don't think I'm contagious anymore. I really, I really think it's a sinus thing. Mm-hmm. Um, more so than a cold. I think it started out as a cold and now it's like, Ooh, I'm going to attack your science sinuses. And it makes sense too. I mean, think about like you went to a conference, air conditioning, Mm -hmm. it's been hot and cold Mm -hmm. in Chicago. Mm -hmm. You're back at work. You know, everything is varying. The allergies are just like crazy. And then it just, you have a moment it just gets in there and everything just falls apart. Yeah. I know. Thank you for listening to me go on and on about oh, that. <laughs> yeah. Well, I hope you feel better. Thank you. Um, I, the good thing is my, my normal recommendation always is to drink lots of tea, but I don't need to tell you that because I do Oh, no, you. Gwen, I have been drinking so much tea. Like, one, I'm going to have to replenish my tea. <laughs> <laughs> and also, but I'm also, I'm like almost sick of it. Like, oh no, that's how much tea I've been drinking when I, cause I was like, (laughs) as soon as I got the like tickle in my throat, I was like, okay, where's my throat coat? Where is it? (laughs) You know, where's my breathe easy? We're all like my medicinal (laughs) ones. And I'm, I'm like, I, yesterday I kind of was like, I need, I need a coffee. I can't have, I know I shouldn't have cream right now, but I need not tea. Um, But I do have, I have my, um, my go-to ginger turmeric mm. from Trader Joe's, which is just so good. And it really, it really helps. So, um, yeah, that's enough about me. Gwen, tell me everything <laughs> about you. Really people should know we have not spoken in, in like, over two weeks. It's been mm-hmm. close to a month. Like we have yeah. been, we took a little break because we were just, it was one of those times we were just like, we have too much happening. Yeah, it was we insane. don't know what time zone are we in. <laughs> what are we even doing when oh, went my- from Pacific to Eastern? Mm-hmm. It was wild. So, yeah. um, yeah, so this- for, you know, for everyone's mental health, it was just better for all of us yeah. to take a break. <laughs> However, this may be one of our more digression filled conversations. I love it. Well, you know, what's so funny is like in book club this week, a member actually said they were like, I, was hanging out with Gwen and Danielle, you know, shout out to us, <laughs> like cute. listening to the podcast. So I was like, I think that people actually want moments like this of our no, nice. silly. Oh, least. that makes me feel good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. How are you? What's going on? Oh man. Okay. So like you said, uh, I have been traveling. Um, mm. so I'll go back in time. I did as much as my husband and I had been trying to avoid 
COVID at yeah. all costs, like cut off, not cut off ties, but like even yeah. last when we were still in Texas, we're incredibly mindful of not spending too much time with people and just yeah. being, cause my dad has heart disease and I just like yeah. very conscious of trying to not get anyone sick or, around. And I, you know, yeah. so sure. do all the things we needed to do. Tried, tried, tried. It was feeling safe around, which is like, you know, the numbers in our neighbor our area was going down. Mm-hmm. Vaccinations were at boosting was like at 90%. Like oh, it was wow. just very, very safe feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, Cliff went to work. He was going to work like three days a week. Nice. They had an all hands meeting mm. and somebody had just like a tickle <laughs> nope. and then it's turned into COVID all the way through. So Cliff got it. He is a very, uh, I'll call him strong. <laughs> it's a very strong person. So he got through it pretty fast, but, yeah. um, like probably like a week or so oh, of, wow. of symptoms. And then I was still testing positive and feeling like hot garbage oh, no. through my 10th day. And wow. then like, um, I was like, I flew to New York Mm-hmm stayed in bed the entire day that I got there. I was like, I flew to New York for an extra day to like, go see the city and eat some banana pudding and like, go see friends. And I just like watched, uh, guys, grocery games in bed all day long, (laughs) working up the strength to go get a smoothie. Yeah. That's, that's pretty perfect. Guys, grocery (laughs) games is the perfect sick day. It was perfect. Like it's a perfect sick day watch. It was, but I also haven't been able to watch the food network for like up since then, <laughs> I was yeah. like too much, too much food. Network. I need a break. Yeah. Um, but the, but New York was great. Once I felt better, my event went really well and awesome. I did get my banana pudding, which I was Good. like, please yeah. it's punched by, um, ate it on the plane on my long Amazing. flight back. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was how that long, was, wait, how long is that flight? Five. Oh, five, four and a half. No, it's, it's like just under five hours. Oh my gosh. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yuck. So yeah, I definitely spring for the, uh, if I can't, if I can't do the first class seat, I always spring for like that bulkhead seat and the yeah. MCE. Like I'm like, I can't, it's so yeah. comfortable now. Like oh, I'm yeah. not, I can't go back worth it. Totally. So, um, but yeah, it was, it's just, I don't know. It's always such a bummer to get to go to New York and then not do anything, but yeah. you know, it was right. also another reason, another learning experience for me of why I don't like staying in times square. I don't. Oh like, gosh. It's the absolute worst. Absolute worst. It's like every time I go and every time I, cause I stay really close to where our office is. Uh-huh. Um, cause it's just like a block away and it's our preferred hotel and it's a cute little Kimpton. So it's like, nice. It feels yeah. like way nicer than the Marriott Marquis I've stayed at. Oh God. And, yeah. and then I'm still just like, you walk out and you're like, Oh God, this, Oh, there's so many people. So many it's, people oh. you can't move. Mm-mm. It's mm-hmm. like, if you have luggage, like good luck, like, yeah. Oh, oh, I remember when we went to RWA in 2019, I, the romance writers, of America national conference, it was at the Marriott Marquis. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting, you know, you can, cause they still have like the cabs line up. So I was like, I'm in New York. I'm going to, I'm going to get a cab. It's me. Yeah. Great. Mm-hmm. You know, not do an Uber. And I got into the cab because they just have, they're just lined up waiting. Yep. And the guy was like, and I literally got in apologizing. I was like, I'm so sorry, but I'm going to Times Square. And he just like <laughs> looked at me and I was like, I would not be going there unless <laughs> I had to be there. I have a work conference. Like I have to go. I can't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, but no, mm-hmm. it was, oh yeah, no, going to time. I mean, Times Square, it's great. 
like go to Times Square. I'm not, we're not saying don't go to Times Square, but if you can avoid it, yes, you should do that. There, yes, don't exactly. Stay in Times Square. Mm-hmm. Go see a show. Yeah. Have some cheesecake. Right. Have a, you know, go to like Red Lobster if you feel like it. <laughs> but uh, you know, don't stay there. No, don't at, no, at, mm-hmm. avoid it at all costs. I mean, because you can just go down like two or uh, like four blocks to Soho and there are very affordable hotels there. Yep. Yep. I mean, by New York standards, let's be, exactly. let's be real. Yeah. It's so true. So true. Or even like I needed to go, I, on the day, the Sunday that I was there, I needed to go to Sephora and yeah. I was like, okay, so there's Sephora's everywhere around right. that little yeah. corner. But I'm again, like, I'm not going to the Times Square Sephora. Like, no, no way. I ended up, uh-uh. the good thing. I went up to the Fifth Avenue Sephora and Perfect. that one was great. Exactly. Yeah. It's like easy. Not as many Amazing. people there. They actually have products. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know? Right. They're not sold out of not everything. Sold out of everything. <laughs> so yeah, avoid Times Square. It's, it's just a nightmare hate it. Um, but yeah, so I'm back in Seattle now, which is nice. And we moved. And yeah, I think, I've, I think we've talked about that on the podcast. Yeah. So all that yes. happened. You're moved, moved. you're settled ish. Mm-hmm. And yeah, mm-hmm. amazing. Yep. And then um, we got back the day I got back from New York, my dog ended up getting oh. injured and he had oh. to have emergency surgery. And so now we are back to like being housebound because yeah. we can't leave him alone. And so it's just like, Oh, it's like COVID has come again to this. Yeah. Lock- it's like new lockdown. All over yeah. Again. <laughs> How is he doing? <laughs> he's, he's good. He's staring at me right now. He's having oh. a snoozle. Um, but yeah. he is, he's surprised. We're so like proud of how resilient yeah. he is. Cause he's 12 and a half. So like, right. you just never know if mm-hmm. what would have happened even just going under going under anesthesia, but yeah. they were able to re- he had a, um, it was about the size of a baseball. He had a oh growth on his elbow. No. Um, and so they took that, they took like 90% of it. So we were like, that's great pleased. Yeah. Um, and he's recovering and enjoying his meds and yeah. <laughs> walking around and yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear it. Yeah. Thank you. Um, but he's, you know, he's our little dude and it's fun. We, (laughs) we get to wrap like a, we have like a microfiber around the incision to keep it from opening up and stuff. And it just looks like he's uh, ready to, he, it's like a Olivia Newton, John, like he's ready to do get physical. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. That's cute. So, yeah. But other than that, I am getting ready by the time this episode comes out, actually I'll be, uh, I'll have it finished and feeling like it was no problem, but at the yeah. moment right now, current Gwen is very nervous about a work retreat that's coming mm-hmm. up. Um, yeah, it's our first, there's 30 of us going, um, 30. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. This it's like, wow. The, the, thankfully we're not the largest group. There's one group that had a hundred has 150 people. And I think that one was in new Orleans maybe. Mm. So it's like, like, yeah. oh, that's a lot of people in a small, a lot of people in, a, in like a really party town. Okay. Have fun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but ours is just in Seattle. So that's nice. It is, I'm going to be meeting my coworkers. I have to like coordinate a couple of things to it. And they're both oh. like, one of them is not guaranteed. So I'm still like mm-hmm. waiting for that confirmation to make sure I had to organize a shuttle. I've never done that before. So that was really oh, fun. Yeah. Like a big bus shuttle. I was like, oh, this is. <laughs> I've learned a lot doing it next time. I'll just uh, befriend a company and hopefully they'll just be my take care of yeah. me next time, but right. learned, learned a lesson. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I'm just nervous about that, but I think once I get on the ground and once we're there and I'm around people, it'll be fun. It'll be fine. And we did a personality yeah. test. Oh, fun. 
um, like two weeks ago. And then we uh -huh. had a pre-meeting last week to go over like how to read the personality test. Because once, I guess, once you pay a company to do these for you, they actually like, are like, okay, let's tell you what the graph means, not just yeah. show you the graph and say, good luck. So walked us through all that and our 22 pages about ourselves. And so then this week we'll go over that with our coworkers and I love a good personality test. I know those are fun. They're so fun. But yeah, do they mean anything? Do they, you know, but yeah, they're just fun not. to do. They're just yeah. fun to do. And it's always, it's yeah. I always am like, I love learning about myself or when it's, when it tells me something that I do really know deep down inside and I hate about myself and I'm like, <laughs> no, that's rude. I don't appreciate that. Yeah. Why are you telling everyone? Stop Why it. does everybody have to know this? <laughs> that's really funny. Uh, that's so funny. Yeah. So awesome. yeah, that's, that's, uh, our vibes, huh? That's good. I think we're yeah. other than being sick and nervous, we're <laughs> doing okay. I think we're all right. We're, we're doing making fine. it. Oh gosh. So, so, um, wow, Danielle, this is exciting. What is yeah. one thing that you've achieved this week? Okay. I think mm -hmm. <laughs> I've finished my second book. I think like revision, second round of revisions mm -hmm. are, done. I, at, by the time we, we, this is up, it, I better have sent them. I will be okay. saying this to my future self. Yes. Um, no, I finished them and I need to send them to my editor and I'm going to do that. We're recording on a Sunday. I'm not going to send them on a Sunday. That's rude. I'm going to send them on Monday. So she gets them like when she gets in the office, she will have them. Um, okay. yeah. So they're done. I don't know why this, this took a lot out of me. Um, maybe that's why I'm sick. No, I'm kidding. Um, yeah. but yeah, I they're done. That. I feel like uh, this is like a little preview to our interview with, uh, with <clears throat> CeeLo. Um, but I feel like one of the, I can't remember if it's Christina or yeah. Lauren that said it, but the second book is hard. Second book I, is really hard. I don't know. I, I hate to speak for you, but I felt yeah. it was like a good moment for you to hear that from people who, you yeah. like, yeah, no, you know what? It was like after talking to them and then earlier when we talked to Mia Sosa, in fact, Mia Sosa, after we stopped recording, gave me like five minutes of just amazing advice, which I was awesome. like, going to die. It's fine um, <laughs> because she's great. Uh, but yeah, no, it really, the second book is really hard and it, and it's like kind of gratifying to hear someone like Christina Lauren to be like, mm -hmm. yeah, no, even like the second book in their contract or whatever. It's not like yeah. their literal second book. Like this is my literal second book. Um, but like, you know, that for it's like, it's, it is, it's like you work so hard and you're so meticulous on that first book and it's really, it's just you or in their mm -hmm. case, the two of them and they're focused on it. And then that next one, you kind of, you have this added, like, pressure of like, mm -hmm. oh, here's an editor who, who now understands, like, I really feel like I'm in good hands with my editor, Liz, like she's great, but there is kind of some pressure to be like, okay, I want it to be just as exciting mm -hmm. as book one, but I also want it to be better kind mm -hmm. of than mm -hmm. book one. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah. So yeah, I mean, it was just, it was a process and, you know, I mean, I, I think I've talked about how I rewrote almost the first half, not quite the first full half. And then we both, my editor and I, we both kind of have this realization of something that needed to be added at the end. So mm -hmm. that was kind of like going through that first round of revisions and then going into the second round, I was like, oh no, I think I need to add this. So this book is also at this point, who knows, she may cut everything I've knew that I've written, but it's like, <laughs> it's over a hundred thousand words. 
years. And that's the longest book I've ever written in my life. Wow. It's very long. It makes me very uncomfortable. Oh no, you should be It proud. does. I know. I don't, I don't want my book to be that long. I don't know why, but it's so, it feels, but, but in rereading it, I was like, well, what can I cut? You know, and someone's going to listen to this podcast and then they're in uh, over a year, they're going to read it and be like, well, I know what you could have cut. No. And I'll be like, well, that's fine. You should be an editor. No, I'm kidding. Exactly. Again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> at this point it's done. Obviously I'm going to reread it like 900 times of from course. now because of copy editing and proofreading and probably some level of another round of revisions who knows? Um, but we are getting, you know, the point I want to get to A and D, which is accepted and delivered because that's like, you know, that's the next big check, check mark on it. And then, and so hopefully it'll, it'll, it'll all go well. And then it'll be out. I know when it's going to be out. I can't say when it's going Mm. to be out. It's not officially official, but I, I know when it's coming out. So it'll be out next year. It's so yes. exciting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Okay. I'm sorry. Again, I wax poetic <laughs> on like nothing to just no. say I finished my book. <laughs> <laughs> what did you do? What's your achievement this week, Gwen? Let's see. Okay. So um I mine is I have been feeling incredibly because I was sick and, and with Ronan and traveling and all this stuff going yeah. on and events and stuff. It's like I needed to center. And Mm -hmm. I started outlining my schedule and journaling every day last week. So I was successful at that. And I definitely felt like a huge difference in my attitude. And maybe also I'm not on the, the, I'm on the other side of my period. So maybe my hormones are back (laughs) in check a little bit, Yeah, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, that was, I was, it's always really funny because I'll know those weeks where I don't do that and Mm -hmm. everything feels like out of control and chaotic and just not fun or achievable. Like, I think that's more of, it's like, if you have days where you mm-hmm. don't feel like you can achieve anything, it's like yep. very down putting. Um, so avoiding that by planning my bit, my weeks out. And that's been really helpful. So we'll see if it sticks around this week. Again, <laughs> chaotic with a retreat. <laughs> no, that's really good. I, I agree. I think that, but you know what? I also agree with the fact you just said that you're on the other side of your period. And I feel like it's like those chaotic weeks mm-hmm. are generally like that week or two before my period starts. And I'm like, Oh, well, <laughs> that's why that's yep. why nothing's going the way it should. Yeah, exactly. That's cool. why everything is out of my control. Awesome. <laughs> yes. Great. I'll just be over here eating chocolate and breaking yeah. out. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Fine. It's fine. It's fine. You know, it's better for everybody. <laughs> yeah. It's better for everybody for us to acknowledge that. And then mm-hmm. you just, you get out of it. You know, you just, you're like, Hey, I can't control it. Yep. <laughs> well, that is a great segue into um, our summer plans. Because yeah. uh, sometimes you can't control where you go or when you're going. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, you know, Danielle and I thought this week we would uh, take a moment to reflect on our past summers. Yeah. And, uh, you know, just talk about summertime because summer is just around the corner. I know yeah. you were saying that your daughter is just about to oh get gosh. finished with school yeah. and you're in the throes of summer camp planning. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, this it's actually getting nice out. So you want to go outside again, yeah. which is, Oh my gosh, Gwen, it was like 94 degrees here last I week. heard. <laughs> and we were all like, it's been 
I, I was listening to the news or the radio, whatever. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about how it's been like the darkest spring in history in Illinois because it's, it's been cloudy and raining so mm-hmm. much. Like there has been no sunlight. And then mother nature was like, okay, stop complaining. Mm-hmm. Here's 94 degrees the second week of May. Yep. And then, and of course, and then we were all like, this is the worst. <laughs> we all hated it. And we're it's so sorry. It's like, this is August weather. This is not May. May mm-hmm. is supposed to be beautiful and lovely. Like, no, we were like, it's so hot. Like we were all like crying because <laughs> everyone was like, what is going on? Why did this um, happen? Yeah. But then yeah. literally the week before it was like 30 degrees. Mm-hmm. It was wild. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, summer is here. I think. Yeah. Is it still warm right now? It's like in the seventies. Now okay. it's more now typical, it's, typical good. springtime May, especially like May leading into June. Now yeah. it's back into being that, but mother nature really was like, I'm just going to jack up the air the yeah. heater. If that's there, it's just like rank it right up. Yeah. That's fine. <laughs> she was like, you losers stop complaining. Yep. <laughs> so that's what happened anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Summer is <laughs> happening. <laughs> summer is here. And sometimes you just can't control it. And that's fine. You know, yeah. I love summer. I love the idea of summer as we've gotten older. I feel like summer doesn't really like exist as much anymore. No, but it does not. Like, uh, yeah, I <laughs> yeah. wish I could be Ivy and go to summer camp. I know <laughs> that's what she the other day. She was like, I'm so sad. School's ending, which I was like, you're such a nerd, but uh, <laughs> no, she's great. She loves, she just, I think she really loves like the social aspect of mm-hmm. it more than anything. And I was like, Ivy, you have your last day of school. Then it's, you have like a Friday off. Then you have Memorial day. And then I was like, and then you go to summer camp. Like you, you don't even miss a beat. Mm-mm. Like it's going to be Mm-mm. amazing. You're going to have so much fun. You're going to see people from school. You're going to meet new people. Like she's, and she is, she's, I mean, she's very excited, but she was just like, I miss school. And I was like, you're basically going to school mm-hmm. again. You're going to be fine. <laughs> she's without with like, change. yeah, without like math, like you're yeah. just going to go have recess every day for the entire month of June <laughs> recess and lunch every yeah. day. That's perfect. <laughs> the best so, part of school. Exactly. She's going to, it's going to be great. Yeah. It's basically recess and like PE uh-huh. <laughs> like hanging out, playing tag. I don't know who knows what they're going to do. Um, yeah. Uh, sold. I'm going with Ivy. I'm going okay. To, I'm going to summer camp. I'll this sign you perfect. up. Excellent. Let's go. I'll get a shuttle for us. I'll drop you off every morning. <laughs> Oh man. Okay. So I love Danielle made a really great plan for us to do these yeah. sort of rapid fire summer mm-hmm. fun questions. So I love this first one. I'm just going to yeah. throw it out for us, which is okay. what is your favorite summer vacation growing? What was your favorite summer vacation growing up? Okay. So growing up more than likely we would go to Indianapolis. Cause mm-hmm. that's where my, my mom, one of my mom's close, like her sister close. Is this her sister? No, it's like I've told you all this. My mom has seven brothers and sisters. She's number seven out of eight. I'm like, which one is this? I think this is number <laughs> five. Mm-hmm. That's where that sister lived. And another, and a couple of other brothers lived there. Anyway, we would go there. And that was one where like we, my brother and I would go to Indianapolis for like two weeks. And then my cousins would come back with us and stay mm-hmm. with us for two weeks. Cool. Or we would go to Florida, which is where my mom is from. And I know I've said, I've told you all that I'm like one of those spoiled brats that went to Disney world so much that mm-hmm. I like complained about it. Yeah. Um, Relatable. <laughs> yeah. And that most of the time it was like summer, summer, that's when we would go. But one year in 2001, I was 16. 
we went to San Francisco. I think my mom had gone there for like a conference and she came back and was like, we're going to San Francisco for family vacation this year. And I remember we were all like San Francisco, you know, we like, we just didn't know. Yeah. And we went there. I remember my dad was very disgruntled because it wasn't hot. It was like, you know, it was like San Francisco (laughs) dad. Like, okay. Um, but anyway, but we went and it was amazing. I think it was because I was 16. I, my brother was 12. We were the right ages to like go and appreciate sightseeing. Mm -hmm. So like we went to Alcatraz, we spent like all day Ghirardelli Square. We saw the painted ladies. We went to Chinatown that year. I had like taken photography in school. So mm-hmm. I was like very into photographing everything. Absolutely. And it was just, it was one of those, it was different. It was not like the usual summer vacation. And I think that's why that one sticks out with me. Yeah. And I, I mean, whenever I can, I mean, I've been a few times since then and whenever I can go, like, it's just, it's the best. Mm-hmm. So yeah, so it was really fun. I love, Tell me, it was, yeah. I love when you have that like nugget of discovery and then it's like, yeah. this, is, this is a city that I'm now going to be attached to for the rest of my life in right. some way or another. Totally. Oh my gosh. It's so that. true. Yeah. Okay. That. What were your summer vacations like? Okay. So my summer vacations were very similar to yours where my parents would just sort of ship me off to another family yep. member. So our family, my, my grandpa was in Puerto Rico. So I would usually mm-hmm. do like a week in Puerto Rico and oh then gosh. a week in Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, <laughs> which, culture you know, shock. Oh culture my God. Shock, absolutely. And so that's like always what it was, but I loved it because that was like to go and visit my grandparents and connect to my cultures. But I, it's also like, both of them had goats and no running water. <laughs> so it wasn't like that big of a transition, but I yeah. did look forward to Pennsylvania because at least they had uh, English channels. Cause my grandpa yeah. only right. had, <laughs> he only had like the Spanish channel. So I, I would learn my Spanish and like be in the, uh, in the forest. Cause he lived up in the rainforest. Oh, and it was fun. just, it was, yeah, it was just one of the things where at the time I hated it because yeah. it was so different from being in Texas and like being in an affluent middle-class part of the city and like just so different. And that's what my parents wanted me to go. Cause they were like, you need to see something that's not your normal and something. So my, I would come back from my summer vacation talking about hanging out with goats and stuff. Yeah. And my, and my <laughs> friends were like, um, I went to our summer house and I went on the boat and I was just like, I don't know what any of that is. Like we went yeah. fishing, but we got like a crab. Like it wasn't, Oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> so it was that. And then as I got older, I would just kind of spend, I was, oh, I've always been just mostly a homebody. So it was like, mm-hmm. we would spend our summers. Um, my best friend, Alicia and I, who are now still best friends, uh, we'd, yeah. I'd go over to her place. We'd watch NSYNC music videos all day long, <laughs> <laughs> walk around the neighborhood, swim in the pool, go places we weren't supposed to go. Just don't tell anybody. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, and I, I love my mom worked for American airlines growing oh, up. Fun. So we would get to do like little summer trips and stuff. So I have like all of these mixed weekends and things, but yeah. um, those are the Puerto Rico and the Pennsylvania trips were always just so synonymous with my summers. Yeah. Like, such a of big course. part of what I did. And then I'd come home and watch MTV the rest of the summer. Yeah. <laughs> or go to summer camp. I had to go to Jesus camp a couple of times and that was <laughs> not for me. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's really funny. Oh man. Okay. All right. So, uh, Oh, I'll let you ask this question next. Okay. 
What is your go-to summer barbecue recipe? Like when you get invited, what are you showing up with? Okay. I, I'm going to pick yogurt parfaits Oh, because they, one always look really cool. Like if you make them look, they're like a showstopper, but they're so easy, but they also take a lot of time to make. So you have to like be, so they're special in that sense, but yeah. So like you have to stop everything you're doing and be meditative about it and mm-hmm. plan it out and chop all your fruit or get it all like just the right way. Um, yeah. I've been really into parfaits recently. So I'm like, I'm bringing parfaits to this party <laughs> <laughs> and it's also like ice cream. It's basically ice cream. Yeah. What do you like to add to your parfait? Like okay. yogurt and like, well, yeah, what are your layers? What are we working with? Okay. So I start with Elenos yogurt. Okay. That's, that's my fave right now. Yeah. Really um, good. vanilla is always safe. A nice vanilla yeah. bean. Um, I also love their lemon curd. So I think okay. I'm going to be bold and I'm going to do lemon curd yogurt. Okay. And then I'm going to do berries, like probably yeah. blueberries and raspberries. And then like, um, maybe a goji, like a goji berry, maybe oh, okay. just to add like that sort of dry texture in there. Okay. But then we need a nut. So, or like a yeah. crunch. So yeah. like, either a muesli because I don't really like granola. I like it when it's raw versus cooked. Okay. So I'll do that. And then, Ooh, um, pumpkin seeds. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I can see that. That sounds yeah. really good. And so just fun layers of that. However you feel like. Yeah. I like this. Mm-hmm. All right. What about you? What are you bringing okay. to our barbecue party? Okay. So as previously mentioned, my mother is a nurse or retired nurse Mm -hmm. in every nursing department at some point puts together like a recipe book and then they sell it in the hospital and you, you make money, you know, it's like Mm -hmm. 10, $15, whatever it is. It's literally like photocopied sheets of paper, sometimes spiral, spiral bound, you know, but Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's usually it's stapled. Um, and so I don't know what year this is from, but one in one of these recipe books, there was a recipe for an Oreo ice cream cake, but it had no actual cake. Like it was all ice cream. Ice cream. Yes, please. So good. Okay. So, and my mom like made it and was like, this is the cake. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, this is, mm-hmm. And my mother famously not a baker. You don't have to bake this cake. It's mm-hmm. all store-bought ingredients and you freeze it. But it's like, so, okay. So you take, you get like, it's vanilla ice cream. You got to get a bunch of it and you gotta, it has to be room temperature when to work Mm -hmm. with it. But then you, so you put the layer of vanilla and then you freeze it for like an hour and then you put a layer of, of Oreos. Now this is controversial. Some people like to put, crush them Mm -hmm. through the layer that way. Some people like myself like to put whole Oreos (gasps) and just line and Mm -hmm. line the ice cream, then, then you put it back in the freezer for another hour. Then you do a layer of like caramel oh my God. chocolate syrup. I wasn't expecting this. However, if you're like me, you do a mix mm-hmm. <laughs> Why not? caramel and chocolate, yes. or sometimes you do a half and half because uh-huh. then you get like that perfect middle layer where it's oh. both. It's a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then you freeze it. You put in the hour. You know, it's another hour. You literally need a, d- a whole day. Yeah, this is like to do legit this. yogurt parfaits. <laughs> yeah, no, this is just—it's all ice cream. It's yeah, wild. Yeah, then yeah. you put on a layer of Cool Whip. Do not get fancy. Get the Cool Whip. Don't get Ready Whip. 
don't make your own whipped cream. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. You have to have whatever freeze. plastic we're eating in mm-hmm. Cool Whip. <laughs> whatever terrible <laughs> chemical that is. That's delicious, delicious though. Not going to ask questions. <laughs> and then you, and you put it back, you put it back in. You don't, this last step, you don't actually, because Cool Whip is very malleable, but I usually will put it back in the freezer. Yeah. I like frozen Cool Whip, so I'm yeah. down for that. Okay. So then before you take it to your party, this is, this is crucial because if you put on the final dusting of crushed Oreos too early, it Mm -hmm. gets soft. Mm -hmm. You have to do it before the party, like right before the party, you, then you, you crush up some more Oreos and then you put like a dusting layer on the top. However, again, if you're me, you buy the mini Oreos and you add some mini Oreos Mm -hmm. in a decorative pattern. Mm -hmm. You can sometimes, if there's a name, perhaps you want to spell it out. You could make a USA for the 4th of July. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, Mm -hmm. putting all this out here. Um, love this. (laughs) That's what you eat. I have to tell you. So my best friend growing up, her name was Heidi. We're still friends. Um, she was the matron of honor in my wedding Mm -hmm. when she was pregnant. She called me like three days before her baby shower and was like, I have to have that ice cream cake <laughs> like at this party. And I was like, Heidi, okay. Like did what happened to your, I'm like, I'm sure your stepmom bought you a cake. And she's like, I don't care. That's what That's I have to have. I and I was like, okay, pregnancy hormones are leading the charge. I will make the cake. And I made like this giant, like one of those, like what you put a turkey in at, yeah. at Thanksgiving, like tins of this ice cream cake. And, and yeah. And I mean, in her, her shower, I'm trying to remember. What, no, I think her baby shower was in the fall because she had a baby in the winter. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we just had ice cream cake like in October, but it was delicious. Everyone loved it. So, um, but yeah, I mean, this is a showstopper. First of all, it looks yeah. amazing. Yeah. I it tastes it so good, pretty. especially it's like perfect for 4th of July because it's so hot all you want is ice cream. You mm-hmm. do have to take, like, you do have to let it get to room temperature kind of, so you can actually like cut into cut it. Cause it. otherwise mm-hmm. if it's too solid, it'll be too solid. Cause it is all ice cream. I mean, every time, every time I've ever made this cake, people are like, what is this? And I was like, it is the easiest cake you'll ever make. <laughs> I love this because you can change up the Oreos too. Yeah. Yeah. You could use other cookies. You could do chocolate chip. You could do, I don't know, whatever, whatever you wanted. But yeah, I mean, I think there is something so quintessential about like cookies and cream, which is Mm -hmm. essentially Oreos. And, um, but yeah, I mean, I've, I've definitely done it with other, I think I've like mixed in chocolate chip in there and stuff like that. So yeah, I was like, I'm going to do it with the the cookie dough Oreos. I love all those other Oreo flavors. That would be fun. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I like that. Mm Mm-hmm. If those Lady Gaga <laughs> ones tasted better, they'd be cool in there too. Cause they were so, Oh pretty, yeah. Those were so weird. Yeah. They were gross. <laughs> I mean, I ate them. Oh, I sure did. I bought them and ate them, but uh-huh. I bought two packs and ate all of <laughs> yeah, them. Yeah. Cliff was like, I'm not eating those. And I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, sure. Fine. More for, more for once. That's, that's for me. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Okay. Let's go. Next one. Oh man. Okay. So, um, as I mentioned earlier, I was a homebody who just loved summer because it meant I could watch movies all day, yeah. every day, start yeah. to finish, um, roll over on my bed into another yeah. position to make sure you don't get bed sores, all those things. But <laughs> we movies are such a huge part of the summer and, sure. um, sure. I'm sure we have a quintessential. Yeah. Call. 
summer, or say holiday movie, excuse me. What is your quintessential summer movie? I love this. My quintessential summer movie is now I, for, while I was thinking of this, I was like, there's only one right answer, but then your, your answer is pretty great. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, it's independence day. Yeah. It's independence. <laughs> what day. else do you watch in the summer? Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. I just, I remember, I don't, when did independence day come out? Like 1993, 94, 94? maybe. I think 94. Yeah. And I mean, I was in fourth grade. I'm sure we went to the movies and saw this. Yeah. Like I'm sure I saw this on independence day. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. I, on the 4th of July that year, mm-hmm. everyone was in the movies watching this movie about aliens. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> and yeah. And it, but yeah, I mean, it's so, it's great. It's got aliens. It has fighting. It has mm-hmm kind of a romance and you know it's like the whole it was like one of those like the whole world is American but not really but yeah. kind of you know it was like, there was a lot happening there was a lot like, happening <laughs> it was funny so, yeah. I was I was uh, bouncing ideas with off with Cliff before yeah. we recorded and I said what I said and then also Sandlot um was added oh, in yeah. there and then Cliff's like yes that's great and then Indep- Independence Day was his first pick also and he pointed yeah. out that it also feels like summer because it's like it's hot like yeah. every, it is literally Independence Day or yeah. 4th of July in it so it's like you feel that summery vibe the whole mm-hmm. time as well and so that like completely contributes to it feeling like not only because it came out in the summer it's about the summer it, it, yeah. it actually has a summer in it or summer yeah. is like a plot line yeah it was um yeah I mean we watch I mean if we don't watch it on the fourth of July then it's like very either like the day before or the day after yeah. like oh you know it's like let's watch Independence Day before the fourth of July and then we're like oh crap we forgot to watch it let's watch it now <laughs> yep so, exactly <laughs> yeah we watch it it's great and it's like what time. what else do you want like mm-hmm. stuff blowing up the, the white house being blown up. it's a perfect movie <laughs> what's happening um <laughs> bill pullman having like the best the best uh speech to get us going like oh, oh my gosh it. yeah what a rousing speech yeah never not since idris elba and pacific rim have we been so <laughs> motivated <laughs> to stop something <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh my gosh. So <laughs> All right. Good. What is your, your summer movie is actually quite perfect. So please, please tell the, tell everyone. So in addition to Independence Day, um, I also, I picked Now and Then, which yeah. um, I freaking love this movie. I'm yep. waiting, I, I'm waiting for a reboot. Like I want, I actually I think, I don't know like if I want to. Okay. I don't know. Like. Don't Maybe know. if they can get the people like not, not Rosie O'Donnell. Yeah, but like if they, if they can get Christina Ricci to be like mm-hmm. old, like her older self, mm-hmm. yeah, that would they're be probably cool. they're probably the ages they're supposed to be. They probably are the correct ages they should be, and yeah. then they could have younger versions yeah. of them. I think that'd be kind of cute, or like, like the their daughters or something. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, and have like an actual like diverse cast. That would be nice. You know what? Yeah, if mm-hmm. the people who did the Babysitters Club. Mm-hmm could do now and then yeah okay now I can be on board but it has to be that team yeah yeah and we don't have Gabby Hoffman she's not allowed in this I don't like her (laughs) she can't come she she makes some interesting choices yeah she makes interesting choices I don't like her we're not she's not in my reboot (laughs) but yeah so now and then because it's again it's all about summer it's all about girls hanging out for the summer yep um first kiss first love just everything as a 12 year old I loved and still love and like love everything about that movie. So, yep. So I love good. that. <laughs> okay. 
we're going back. I'm going back to ice cream, Mm -hmm. (laughs) but I mean, I eat so much ice cream in the summer. (laughs) I eat a lot of ice cream in general, but, um, (laughs) anyway, same, absolute same. What is your favorite ice cream flavor? Okay. So I kind of cheated and went with two flavors because my real favorite, favorite ice cream flavor is coffee, mm. but I, but I cannot eat that at night. No, it's no, like, we're old now. We're you old can't do now. That. Can't do that. I got to make the choice between sugar and, co- and caffeine and yeah. sugar is going to win out. So, <laughs> um, can't, can't do the coffee. So unless it's like noon, like I'm having like an afternoon yeah. ice cream. Yep. That's fine. Um, but otherwise I'm going to say my nighttime selection is going to be chocolate brownie. That sounds really good. Mm-hmm. I like this. Yeah. Yep. I love it. Okay. What about you? Um, so my classic is like, if we go like anytime we go to like a little, there are lots of little ice cream shops mm-hmm. around here. I always go for chocolate chip cookie dough. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's a classic. I love it. But my real absolute specific favorite is Ben and Jerry's yes. Stephen Colbert's American Dream. It's so good. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. And it's been good for like, isn't that one almost 20 years old? Like yeah, because it was old from, flavor. It was from when he it was like one of their first like special celebrity fake flavors. Mm-hmm. And it's from when he did the show on Comedy Central. Right. It's not even like late night Stephen Colbert. It's Stephen Colbert after the daily show with Jon Stewart yeah. <laughs> Colbert. Yeah. So yeah, but I mean, it's so delicious. So I mean, I don't Those even little waffle know. cone pieces. Yeah. In there. The little, little chocolate covered waffle cone pieces <sighs> so in like vanilla, or I think it's like a sweet cream ice cream mm-hmm. and has like caramel and chocolate. Like, come on. Yeah. It's all the good stuff. So all, good. Yeah. Love it. Yep. <laughs> uh, we have a Ben and Jerry's within walking distance to us. And now I know that I'm going to have to go have that as a snack later. Yeah. Yeah. You better. Perfect. Okay. <laughs> what is your dream summer vacation? Once upon a time, I would say a cruise to the Mediterranean, like a Mediterranean mm-hmm. cruise, but I don't trust cruises anymore. Yeah, absolutely. Um, not. No, thank I'm you. like real. I know like at some point in the near future, I'm sure my mom will be like, let's go on a cruise all together. And we're all going to be like, no. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> My mom um, knows not to bring that up to me. Cause I'll just be like, yeah. nope. <laughs> no, thank you. Oh God. Um, so many things go wrong. Um, Every, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but I, th- so I, I'm modifying that to just going to the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. I would love to go to like Greece and like Southern Italy and everywhere. Anywhere, Mykonos. Sicily, yeah, Pekino, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Everywhere in the Mediterranean, that's where I want to hang out. Yeah. So it's so beautiful. One day, one it's so day. beautiful, so blue. Yes. Like, uh, I want to see those blue roofs and Santorini. I know. So bad everything is just blue, and the and the every yeah, and everything looks very white and just. Yeah. If you eat all that Greek food, like your stomach's never oh, going to be upset. Yes. <laughs> yeah. All the olive oil. Oh, that's going to be so much fun. <laughs> so whenever that can happen again, that's mm-hmm. where I'm going. I don't know when that's going to be, but so eventually I'm going to yeah. speak it into existence. I think there's a perfect opportunity for one of your future heroes or heroines to go on a find themselves trip to the Mediterranean. You know, you do a little research trip. I know. I need to really like look into like what you have to do to prove like that's where <laughs> going somewhere so you can write it off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like I really, that's real. That's true. Mm-hmm. Gwen. I need to start 
not like just writing of- books in Chicago. They yeah, need travel to be series. Other places. They, yeah. Chicagoans who go on summer yes. vacations. Chicago's who Chicagoans who go to the Mediterranean. There you go. <laughs> that's my new series name. <laughs> that's that's how else how else can you make it more obvious? Be like Chicagoans who go <laughs> to the Mediterranean. <laughs> Write it off. Book one. Book two. Yeah, book book one. three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> written off done and done it's right Seriously. there so uh, <laughs> yes as we are talking about duping the government no i'm kidding oh no it's God. not they're coming because they're you're coming gonna, if you me. do it it's not duping at all if you do it you're not duping you're right this is true i'm just planning i'm planning yeah, you're just home. talking out loud <laughs> <laughs> uh okay Okay. Remind, um, me, remind me to tell you something later. Okay. Yes. <laughs> All right. And, uh, but yeah, so where are you going? Where, what is I, your dream summer vacation? My dream, or, my dream summer vacation is, and I think this would be the right time of year, but I want to go to Norway to see the Northern lights. Mm-hmm. And I think, I think that summertime is the right, I don't know, but that's what I'm going to do. And maybe, yeah, like, no, I that to- seems like it would be right because you, it wouldn't be like so cold. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. I wonder if that affects the lights. That's what I was wondering. I was like, maybe you have to be in the darker, the darker time. I don't know, but I'm going to Norway in the summer. I feel like that's a good time. I feel like it's probably pretty quiet. Yeah. Um, I don't know why, but that's just the assumption I'm making. I, you know what? I know a few people who've gone to Norway and they love it. Mm-hmm. So isn't Norway one of like those happy places? Like it's like one of the happiest places to go. It's like one people. Of the- yeah. Yeah, like they have, they their citizens are incredibly like satisfied, yeah, right. and they uh, they're moving forward with everybody has to have electric vehicles, like so they yeah. actually care about environmental issues. Um, they give full year for maternity and paternity leave. Oh my god! So it's yeah, it's just like a it's dream. a very much a, uh, a a socialism state, which is cool, but amazing. Uh, it's also smaller people, like not smaller, short, but like less people. Yeah. Yeah. Which they don't have a big super difference. dense population, which is mm-hmm. nice. That probably has something to do with it too. Yeah. That's why they're so happy. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, we have birth control. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'm going to Norway. It's going to be beautiful. Um, I'm going to eat a lot of fish and that's going to be yeah. great. Yeah. You're right local. there. Oh my gosh. Some penguins okay. maybe. I don't know. Not penguins. Puffins. See the puffins. Oh yeah. They're cute. Okay. All right. So let's wrap things up with what our plans are. Yes. Okay. For this summer. So my summer plans are um, still in development (laughs) because I was like, I'm going to New York in September, but that doesn't count because it's like right at the, like right at the end of summer, beginning of fall. So I don't really think that that counts, but um, I think my big summer plans are to like go, go to the beach, but not to the beach that makes you old. (laughs) All right. I just watched old this weekend. Um, uh, yeah, I want to go to the beach this summer. I want to, I don't know where it's going to be, but I'm going to make a beach time, either our beach here, or maybe, uh, another closer beach. Maybe we'll go to Oregon. That'd be kind of cool too. This is a dumb question, but I don't know anything about the Pacific Northwest. Like do people, Mm -hmm. do you go to the beach? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 They, they have, there's like little rock not rockaway beach literally but yeah like little beaches off the off the sound and then if you okay. go down a little bit south you can hit yeah. like if you like olympia you can go down there yeah and, yeah so there's it's not like florida beach no but but it's like yeah people go and sit and sun out there because it does get a little sunny and yeah cool we'll see i'll put a lot of sunscreen on I yes please do everyone 
and I'll wear this hat. Yes. Oh no, you guys can't see it. Gwen had quite the floppy straw hat. I wear this hat on my couch because the windows are too bright. <laughs> That's funny. So it's like five <laughs> o'clock when I'm watching TV, yeah. the sun's coming in. I wear that hat to keep the sun off my face. <laughs> I love it. No, that sounds very pleasant. Mm-hmm. I like that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? What's your summer plans? Oh gosh. My plan is to publish this book. Yeah. That's, that's it. That. That's big plans. That, that's my plan. Uh, yeah. You know, I'm, I mean, I'm getting more like, can you write this article? Here's an interview request. Here's this here. You know, I've lined up some podcast interviews, which are good. And, um, yeah. And so I've got some stuff in the works, you know, I mean, I say publish this book, but I mean, I have very many things to do. You know, I have to, I have confirmed like two in-person events that I, but I, you know, I need to like do that like plan, figure out who yeah. I'm talking to or what's happening and all of that. Um, yeah. So that's going to be, that's exciting. Um, that is exciting. That's I so know. cool. I know it's like, it's yeah. here. It's happening. By yeah. when, the, by the time this goes up, my book, it will be out in less than two months. Yeah. So that's wild. Yay. It's going to be fun <laughs> as a little sneak peek for our listeners when the tables turn and we put Danielle in the hot seat. I know. Author interview. Ooh, it's going to be wild. <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you got, oh, I'm just stepping on your toes. Oh, it doesn't matter. But yeah, I mean, well, that's a perfect segue because instead of talking to me, an unpublished author, soon <laughs> to be published, but unpublished, let's talk to some actual authors. Up next is our interview with bestselling author duo, Christina Lauren. Um, we had so much fun chatting. We always have fun chatting with them. We've been lucky yeah. enough to chat with them a few times um, yeah, through Fresh Fiction. So yeah. So everybody sit tight and we'll be right back with that interview. Welcome to the Fresh Fiction podcast, Christina and Lauren. We are so excited to have you both here. Yay. Thanks for having yeah. us. Hello. Yes, of course. So the buzz surrounding your new book, Something Wilder, has really been about the adventure that you take these characters on. They're going through the desert and canyons, searching for treasure. You really put them through some major situations. So I kind of want to start broad, but like, where did the idea for this adventure romance originate? We had this idea for a while. It was like sort of a dirt. So many of our books start out in like a different form and then they kind of morph into what the reader ends up seeing. So we had this idea a while ago, but we didn't know what to do with it. And we didn't necessarily know if, if we had enough to make it a book. And originally it was about this guy that was like this down on his luck sort of like guide. And then this city girl who comes. And so we thought about just like writing a script because yeah. like I said, we weren't exactly sure what to do with it. And then the pandemic hit and we just could not see ourselves writing a book that took place in an office or in yeah. a coffee shop or any of those other things. And um, at first, you know, in the book, um, one of the characters is sort of like being like a parent because they, to their sibling because they have lost their parents. And so originally that was Lily and we had started working on it and 
we got, we were in like the first and second chapters. It just wasn't working because it was just at that point really hard to write somebody who had put their life on hold because at that time things were all locked down. Our kids were home, everything. We had to drop everything to do what everyone else needed. And as soon as we gender swapped it and made Lily the adventurer, you know, Mm -hmm. tour guide, and Leo, the city boy, um, everything sort of came together. Yeah. I love that you kind of flipped it from, I mean, I'm going to say in quotes, traditional, like the traditional roles that yeah. kind of are the set is the setup for an adventure, any, any adventure story, not even just romance kind of a follow-up question. And it's one that I think Gwen and I can also answer, but do you consider yourselves adventurous? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, so this is Lauren, I think, um, I think we're adventurous in terms of certain types of experiences and mm-hmm. we're, we like to travel. We love to go to concerts. We like to try new restaurants, but I don't know that I would go canyoneering in the Canyonlands <laughs> National Park. <laughs> right. <laughs> I don't want to go on this trip. Let's just right. say that. <laughs> Maybe when, if there was a chandelier yeah. in the tent. Right. Yeah. If there was glamping. <laughs> yes. Glamping. Yeah. Gwen, are, do you think you're adventurous? I think I am, I would say yes, but probably no. (laughs) I would be like, I like bathrooms. Yes, exactly. I'm like, I like running water and I don't like sleeping on the ground. So I I find a lot of adventures require both of those things. And it's like the when Harry met Sally line where he's like, you're the worst kind you you're high maintenance, but you think you're low maintenance. <laughs> right. <laughs> and I think that's me. Yeah. No, same. I I barely like crossing the street. Like I don't, you know, like I don't want to even risk that. That's too much. No, I, I agree. It's funny though, because I do love like adventure movies and books and TV shows and things like same. that. So yeah, I'm sure that means something deeper, but you know, who knows? <laughs> we appreciate that adventures are great. How's that? <laughs> yeah, that's a great like reframe. I like that. <laughs> Absolutely. It's like, we love that other folks like adventures. <laughs> <laughs> well, in addition to being an adventure romance, this is also a second chance romance, which is one of my favorite tropes. Um, Lily and Leo fell in love when they were both younger and separated for various reasons before unexpectedly reuniting years later. What's your favorite thing about writing a second chance romance? You get longing and familiarity, right? And Mm -hmm. so when you're doing um, a romance that's just between people who've just met, obviously it's fun, but you have to build the history. Um, There's no history kind of baked into that connection, that tension, um, the chemistry between them. And so I think if you can successfully set up that there was something big that happened, they were super hot for each other, something Mm -hmm. big happened, and now they're reunited and it's awkward. There's something really delicious about watching them untangle that past. Um, I always love the reveal of what happened. I think if it's done well, it's like, Mm -hmm. it's a really satisfying thing to read. I really love the idea that two people can be right for each other, but not at at a particular time. Mm -hmm. So, you know, maybe they really were meant to be together, but they weren't the person they needed to be at the time. And then they find themselves later. I just really like that kind of like idea that that can happen. I love the feelings that are like wrapped up in second chance and like, how the things that happen in the past kind of end up informing the the present situation and mm-hmm. and eventually the future. I think that's that's all really 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 lovely. Switching gears a bit, because you're a writing team, I'm sure you get asked, "What's it like to write with someone all the time?" In fact, I know you do because I've seen like interviews and things and listened to podcasts where you get asked that very question. But I'm wondering what's something that the two of you don't get asked very often 
that you think more people should know about, especially aspiring authors who are considering writing with a partner? Oh my God, that's a good question. (laughs) (laughs) Or it could be just like advice you have or, or anything like that. I think one thing that is a pitfall for people who decide to write together who are friends is that they think that being friends is the only qualification it takes Mm -hmm. or like admiring each other's writing. Um, Both of those things are absolutely foundational for a good working relationship. But I think one thing people don't consider often enough is whether their personalities are a good working fit. Um, One of the things that Christina and I have found over time is that we have very complementary personalities. The, The ways that I'm intense, she tends to not be intense. The ways that she's intense, I tend to not be intense. Mm-hmm. And so we sort of like are interlocking in that way. And I think that really helps. Um, there's also a lot of sort of the ugly side of partnership, which is like the talk of coin. <laughs> like when yeah. you're talking about money and you're making money and you're sharing money and you're paying for things like that mm-hmm. has to be very honest and like no filter, no weirdness. And I think you know, you have to have the same ideals about how money is managed. Um, Mm -hmm. We're lucky that we do. I mean, if anything, we like fight over who's spent more in the sense that we're like constantly throwing money at each other. But I know (laughs) that like, that's a fraught topic in a lot of marriages and being in a collaboration this close is very much like a marriage. Um, So I think if you approach it that way, like, would you spend your life with this person? (laughs) You want to build a career with this person. That's basically what you're going to be doing. Christina. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. I, I just think we've seen we've seen some people who have done it and it hasn't worked out well and then some people you know I think sometimes when people say like oh we're gonna write together there's a part of me that's just a little bit like I hope you know mm. that's a lot you know like yeah like, I think that through I, I all hope the way that you two are the people that it's going to work for right because mm-hmm. it is it's just like Lo and I are in every part of each other's life and now there mm-hmm. are some co-authors that aren't like that Mm -hmm. And so maybe we're the exception, Uh, but like Lo is first on my contacts in my Mm -hmm. phone. I talk to her more than I talk to anybody else. And um, we just like usually know every single thing that's going on in each other's life, period. And so when, and we were so lucky because we didn't know each other that well when we started writing together. And so um, I see people who have like known each other for a long time and and they're going to start doing it. And I really do think like, wow, it's almost like, like Lo and I, sometimes we say that when we, you know, second book thing, it's a big thing. Turning in that mm-hmm. second book is really scary, and really hard. And, and you have expectations to all these things. But when Lo and I started writing together, everything was brand new. And like, there were like kind of no expectations and we just went into it, like sort of blindly and naively. And it just worked for us. Mm-hmm. It just like our relationship just grew from that. So when I see people who have known each other forever and are going to start doing it, I'm always like a little bit like, <laughs> it's going to change the relationship. You know, right. like yeah. she said, we were really lucky because we were writing together before we knew each other that well. And so mm-hmm. those two relationships grew together and we went through the difficulty of querying together and the difficulty of being on submission and the joy of selling a book. Like all of that was sort of grew with our friendship. But I think if you've known someone for a really long time, it will change the relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, of course, when I see people that are going to write together, I'm like, I think they're so smart in some ways because when we see people who write alone, we're like, how do you do that? That's yeah. crazy, you know? Um, but then I also am just like, I hope it works because I don't want your friendship to be like damaged by it. Right. So, mm-hmm. 
so many things to consider when yeah. taking that on. Well, when something wild or just switching gears, uh, definitely has vibes of beloved films like Romancing the Stone and The Mummy, as well as the new movie that came out a couple of months ago, The Lost City, which we loved. Um, what are your some of your favorite go-to adventure movies or TV shows? Um, Christina, you can go first. Um, Romancing the Stone, for sure. I have like a mm-hmm. poster, a movie poster in my office. <laughs> Indiana Jones. Uh, let's see, adventure. What adventure stuff is there nowadays? I don't you even know. You love Pirates of the Caribbean. Oh, you Pirates of the Caribbean. National oh, Treasure. Oh, <laughs> Goonies. And, you know, yeah. I just, I think Lo and I were in a place where we just really wanted more of that. We wanted the feelings you feel. Like the, the first mm-hmm. time you watched Romancing the Stone, and you know, and this person is thrown into this crazy thing and has to like, it's not just, like they have to survive it and how much they learn about themselves. And so when um, we were actually drafting um, something wilder, like maybe halfway or something when the lost city was announced yeah, and we were just like, on the one hand, we were like, yes, we've been waiting for this. And then on the other, right. we were like, Oh wait, <laughs> this is like very similar to what we're doing. And yeah. like, Oh God, it's either going to be really good for us or really bad. And so when it came out, we, we loved it so much. Lo saw it twice. Like, the weekend it came out I would watch seven more of those yeah I mean she named all of them so it's it's like (laughs) same we all grew up on those fun movies and I think there's just not enough of that right now so I also really love the one and I think people a lot of people don't like it the one with Matthew McConaughey and uh Kate Hudson Kate Hudson Uh, Lo and I watched that together over FaceTime I think Fool's Gold yeah because that was the title a possible title for this book and they were like, I think it's too similar, you know, the movie. And we were like, okay, but that movie was like 20 something years ago. Right. And most people <laughs> I think have not seen it or forgotten it, but I actually really liked it. Lo didn't like it as much. I think I really liked it. It was just like all the things I wanted in the movie. Gwen, do you have any? Right. I was going to say, Danielle, yeah. we have, okay, oh. so let me do mine. Um, I also love Pirates of the Caribbean. I think that that wedding scene in the third one is just like the greatest. Yeah. Like somatic mm-hmm. I just love it so much um so I'm gonna go with Pirates of the Caribbean despite yeah. Johnny Depp being awful despite <laughs> right. the most recent one yeah <laughs> yeah right um I think anyway. I would I have two to add one is the Princess Bride even oh, though yes. that means that's like my favorite movie of all time it's oh so yeah I wouldn't think of that as adventure romance but it totally is <laughs> it is the beginning part there I wish there was more adventure with Princess Buttercup because I think she could she could hang but there is like that beginning where there where she doesn't realize who he is and they're you know going through the forest and everything so that's good but then the other one that always pops up on Romance Landia, like on Twitter and Instagram, but it's speed. Speed is such a good one. <gasps> yes. Like an action so yeah. That is, and yeah. Kingdom. It's a little bit more action-y than than adventure, but I still feel, you know, that that bus barreling through, like, oh. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and then Keanu and Sandra just being Ooh. like at peak hotness. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. They had great chemistry. Yeah. Lo and I always say that Tangled is an adventure romance. It's like oh, a rom-com, yeah. 100%. Definitely. Something that we take very seriously on the Fresh Fiction podcast, so seriously that we ask every guest we have on this question, but we, we talk about what's bringing us joy. This can be a new recipe, a new show or a podcast, a recent experience, a product. It's any, it can be anything. So what's something that each of you have found comfort in lately? <laughs> <laughs> We're laughing because it's going to be the exact same thing. It's, so 
Um, back in 2016, 17, when we were drafting Josh and Hazel, Christina was doing research on honorifics and mm-hmm. somebody suggested that she watch some K-pop videos because, um, the way that like, cause Josh in that book is Korean American. And so she sort of fell down the rabbit hole of BTS army. Mm-hmm. And then in, and I sort of resisted for a couple of years. And then in the summer of 2019, there was this tweet that came across our timeline and it was Jungkook and he was doing this like bad guy lip sync from Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. And I sent it to Christine and I was like, okay, which one is this? <laughs> and it just like this spiral afterwards. So I, you know, she's seen them a ton of times in concert. We saw them four times in November, December, and we just saw them four times wow. in Vegas. Yeah. And it's, it's we had fun. a lot of concerts to make up for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, we love absolutely. going to concerts together. That's like yeah. one of our favorite things to do. And going to BTS concerts has just been like the most joyful. And it's not just the music. I mean, obviously it is. It's it's their kindness. It's who they are as people, but then it's also being able to spend time together. Like Christine and I going and doing this together is really fun. So. Yeah. I love that. That's so fun. And no, I mean, how much joy just is in any K-pop. It's just so exciting and happy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) I thought that I was getting, I thought I was like squeezing all the joy out of it that I could before yeah. and then low like got into it and I was like I did not think this could be any more fun <laughs> and this is even better yeah yeah that's it's great awesome. yeah, it's always <laughs> someone you can share that that you know that one thing with your best friend that just yeah. you know, keeps it going forever I love that my best friend and I we are in sync fans so I keep saying I'm like when in sync finally has their big full reunion I'm paying all the money <laughs> to be front row is yeah. that the one that Justin Timberlake it. was in? Yeah, was in the one that Justin Timberlake I mean, he might do it in. now. I know, right? He needs, he yeah. needs the goodwill. It's it's getting the, one of the other ones back in. I'm like, I don't know if JC would do it, but we'll see. So <laughs> I know something Wilder's coming is is out now for our listeners, but you guys are obviously working on something next. What can readers expect from you next? Um, so right now we are writing. Okay, so if you've read The Soulmate Equation, you met Fizzy, who is mm-hmm. Jess's best friend. She's a romance novelist and she is kind of a handful. And we had zero intention of writing Fizzy. Um, it, we, we would have left ourselves a lot more Easter eggs and openings, maybe. <laughs> um, <laughs> but every, every um, like interview or book tour, you know, we weren't going on book tour at that time because pandemic, obviously, but everybody was just like, is Fizzy going to get her own book? Is Fizzy going to get her own book? Yeah. And um it, it took us a while to finally like figure out what her story would be. Cause she's such a big character. She has so mm-hmm. much personality that she has to have the right story and she has to have the right hero who deserves her. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're like finishing that book up and it uh, will turn it in, in like ten nine days. Awesome. Yeah, that's exciting. Um, so before we wrap up and say goodbye, I also, I want to ask where is the best place for readers to connect with you online? Uh, well, we are on Twitter and Instagram. Um, our handle is at Christina Lauren and our website is Christina Lauren And our Facebook is Christina Lauren books. And we have a Facebook group that's CeeLo and friends, but Christina and I are rarely on Facebook these days. So yeah, we have admins that run that mostly. Awesome. Instagram's well, the best place to find us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Same. I feel like that's, that's us too, Gwen. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> Instagram feels like a safe space lately. It does. <laughs> I say yeah. that I'm going to knock on wood on my desk. Don't ruin it, people. Who knows? I know. <laughs> who knows? <laughs> well, like Instagram this was, us. yeah, right. <laughs> right. Uh, this has been so much fun. Um, we appreciate you guys taking some time from your busy schedules to chat with us um, about something wilder. Thank you. Thanks Thank for having you. us. It's so good to see you guys. We had such a great time chatting with uh, Christina and Lauren. They are just so wonderful. Uh, Christina Lauren's new book, Something Wilder, is out now. Yeah. Um, you guys can get it. And if you are in the Chicagoland area, you probably already were there, but hopefully you Hopefully you were see. there. Hopefully I saw you all mm-hmm. in person. Yeah. Exactly. But you should, everyone should go to the website because they are on a full blown mm-hmm. tour. Like this is on it, you know, now everyone knows, you know, I am now an event coordinator at a bookstore. Like their tour is stacked. Like go see them. Mm -hmm. It's really cool. Um, that they're, you know, it's fun that things are, are happening and, and that people are back in person and stuff. So yeah, I hope everyone who, if you can get it, has a chance to see Christina and Lauren, cause they're really cool. They are really, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, all right. Let's talk goals. Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> so we've had a long time to do these goals. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was gonna say, did we did we achieve our goals? I, I did. I'll go first. I okay. my goal was to um, finish organizing my pantry. Yeah, and I would say I did because I did get the um, stackers that I needed from nice. Costco. So fun. Uh, so fun. I feel like I like re my mug cabinet looks delicious. It's Ugh. just like all the mugs aren't touching each other and they have Love room. It. It's yeah. so nice. The bowl stacker didn't work out as well as I thought. Oh, no. <laughs> I have to kind of like turn the bowls to put them in and then ro- rotate it. But you know, oh yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. It's like it's fine. It's not it's not the end of the world. Um, or I'll just put all the bowls I don't want to use under there and then just yeah. the ones that I always use at the top. There you go. This is it. This is why I do this. So I can skip all <laughs> my planning with you. Crisis um, averted. Yes. <laughs> but yeah. So I feel like, uh, it's, it's at a place where it's sustainable and I can build from it. And Amazing. all I want when it comes to organizing. Yeah. Yeah. That's the whole thing. You spend so much time organizing. And then as soon as you need something, you have to like take it apart. Yeah. So yeah, no, I, I like that. I like that you, you will hopefully be able to maintain it. Yeah. Fingers crossed. We'll see. (laughs) Okay. So my goal was to write something new in some capacity. Mm -hmm. And I think I technically, yes, (laughs) I have started writing something that may be something new. (laughs) I think, I don't know. Um, We will see. It's one of those things. Like it's, it's so kind of different not different but like it is something that's just so like out it's like not related at all to like what I've been writing still contemporary romance but just different so we will see we'll see what happens but then you know I really did like hunker down and really got into this revision so like I Mm -hmm. did I haven't really touched it in a few days but now that this revision is done I don't have an excuse absolutely so. And it's a nice reward for when you send the finished product to your editor tomorrow. Yes. That then you're like, I don't have any reason not to work on this. Yes, exactly. I do have a little bit of like breathing room for at least a, a little while. Yeah. So yeah, 
So I think, I think it is, it's not very fleshed out or anything like that, but it is like some ideas, which is really what I wanted to kind of get down. Mm -hmm. So awesome. Good. Okay. What's your new goal? I don't know, man. (laughs) (laughs) I was sitting here going, what is going to be my new goal? I think as much as it's awful, it's going to continue to be organization because as the fact that I'm still like unpacking from moving and I'm sitting at my desk looking at Oh, well, it's nice that my, my pantry looks good, but my, uh, my, I need to make my tableau behind me for when I do zoom chats yeah. look nicer. So I think that that's gotta be my goal is to Ooh, actually that's a good goal. put yeah. effort into the, the scene behind me. So I don't have to blur my screen anymore. <laughs> and I don't look like I'm doing a hostage video. Those are my two goals. <laughs> that's, I think that's good. Yeah. I like that. Awesome. All right. What about you? What is your goal? Um, so my new goal is hopefully once I get done with this cold is to spend some time in my garden. Um, yeah, we, I mean, we did, we got stuff. We planted some stuff over mother's day actually. Mm. And, um, yeah. So now I actually have to like tend to my garden. Mm -hmm. Uh, I did the other day, like right before I really got into the thick of this cold, I did, you know, we had to go around and like, we have all of these rocks, which look great, but they are a pain in the butt to take care of. Mm -hmm. Um, but there, yeah. So I, I like sprayed like the weed stuff because the weeds go wild in, in the rocks, even though the Mm -hmm. rocks are technically not supposed to allow weeds to grow, but they still do. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. So I did spray. So now it's like, and when it worked, like I, I like found this spray that was like supposed to, and isn't like the worst one out, mm-hmm. even, like hopefully fingers crossed, like not going to get cancer from using it. Yeah. Uh, like some of the products on the market. I was like, hopefully it's um, not right. Rid or whatever the one yeah. is. No, 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 no. It's like good stuff, but, but also strong and it did do it, but it's like, oh, once you kill the weeds, then you have to go pick them up. Yeah. <laughs> so now I have to do that, but I don't want to do that. Cause when I step outside, my head explodes and mm-hmm. breathe. So I hopefully in the next, like by hopefully next weekend, I will be able to spend some time doing that. Um, and until then we just have a crazy yard yeah. uh, that our neighbors are probably like, what's happening. But it's fine. <laughs> well, hopefully they are also inside dealing with their own colds and minding their business. Yeah. They're, I mean, they're all, I, I, mean, I keep, I keep going, I keep looking to my side and it's because I'm like watching my neighbor, like water his plants right now. Mm-hmm. Now he's just like sitting outside. He's like watching his sprinkler, like reading. It's really cute. He's great. He's this very charming, very sweet old man who's very nice. And he's very into his yard and (laughs) he's adorable. Okay. (laughs) Oh man, that's so cute. Yeah. Uh, Well, um, what has been bringing you some comfort this week? Okay. I have been eating way too many Tony Chocoloni chocolate bars because- They're so good, but they're like $8. Yeah. But guess who sells them? Oh, no. Anderson's Bookshop. Of course. Of course. Guess who gets an employee discount? This one. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So they're really, really delicious. Um, But my favorite, so my two favorites are there's wafer cookie and salted caramel, of course. And uh, yeah. I have been trying, I, I really, I went through like, I think in fact, it was probably like the week before my period where I was like, mm-hmm. I want all of it. Uh-huh. Um, but I've since, I have not bought any since then, but really, I mean, you just, they're really great. They're like fair trade. Like they're made, you know, by people they pay well. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and they aren't like forcing people to work in poor conditions or anything. Like they're very vocal about how their workers are treated and everything. So, I mean, they're, they're a pretty cool company. Uh, but yeah, I would, I highly recommend Tony Chocoloni's chocolate bars. Again, you're paying like $8 for a chocolate bar, but it's worth it. It's really good. Yeah. And sometimes I got them at Christmas. I got hooked on them at Christmas time because oh. they, my, uh, Kroger had them on sale for two for $7. Oh, amazing. So I mean, it's like, then you could, what a smash. deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So look for the deals. They do put them on sale a lot and yeah. they're so good. Yes. I mean, you can get them almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just happen. It's like, I can just literally go upstairs to, to the bookshop yeah. and, like, I'm gonna take this and one. buy them. <laughs> like eat them while I'm walking. You know, I'm like, I'm walking. It's great. It's fine. got to walk to the okay. parking garage, but I'm also stuffing my face with chocolate. <laughs> it's nourishing. It's a, yeah. uh, isn't calcium chocolate's a vegetable. I can make all of this work for us. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I take the stairs. I don't take the elevator. There is mm-hmm. an elevator and I take the elevator to get some extra steps in. So that's right. All right. What's bringing you comfort this week? Well, speaking of chocolate, um, mm-hmm. mine is an oat milk. I am obsessed with oat milk lattes. The Ooh. coffee shop in our, uh, our ground floor makes yeah. like, like their, they make their own mocha syrup and it is just, I don't, it's so good. It's like the right combination of sugar and chocolate. Like sometimes I find mochas to be way too sweet and way too bitter. And yeah. not like that chocolate flavor doesn't come out enough. And so these are, this one's yeah. just like the right level of not too sweet, but really chocolate front forward. And I love it. And then the oat milk like, is not yeah. sweet. I feel like oat milk would be a really good milk yeah. milk in quotes yeah. for, for a mocha because yeah, yeah. it's like if, if you got a barista who puts too much mocha into it, mm-hmm. it just, it's like you're eating, eating, you're like drinking chalk. Yes. Tastes chalky. That's exactly it. I feel like oat milk is a part. I'm going to have to get one. Yeah. Do it. Oat milk latte. Oat milk lattes just in general are so good, but oat milk mochas, like the creaminess too. Mm -hmm. It just makes it feel like a caffeinated hot chocolate. I mean, what else do we want? Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. So it's very cozy. I'm drinking one right now. Um, Amazing. I love it. That's great. You can just like walk downstairs and get a coffee. Uh huh. Can order it and then Cliff, Cliff or I run down, pick it up, come back up in like three minutes. Oh it's God. faster now. We used to have one just across the street from us yeah. at the coffee at the old place, no. but now this one's just like up and down. It would I be mean, even better if we could go in the door we come out of, but it's locked, so you have to go all the way around the building to go to the front. Oh my gosh! You need to work out a deal. Yeah, <laughs> but they know you. You're regulars. They'll let you in. Well, they actually like gave Cliff a little like crap earlier today because they were like, don't you always order online? Cause he went in person to order our coffee and sandwich. And he's like, yeah, we just live upstairs. That's <laughs> like, funny. They were like, well, why don't you come down here and hang out with us? They didn't say that, but it was just kind of like yeah. that attitude of like, yeah. you could come and spend time with us down here. Why do you get it to go? Like, That's so drink funny. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Ugh. <laughs> So cute. But yeah. Well, I guess I should go finish my coffee now. Yeah, um, perhaps. You know, this is the worst part of our podcast is when we have to say goodbye. But thankfully, <clears throat> we'll see each other again. <laughs> yeah, very soon. Uh, but you can follow us all on on all our socials at Fresh Fiction, and you can find me Gwen at Real Vixen and Danielle. Where can they folk find and you folks can, find you? Oh, and you can find me at D Jackson Books. Awesome. You can email us directly at podcast at freshfiction.com. And also guys, please make sure you rate, review, follow, subscribe, all the things that you need to do. 
us on your favorite podcast app and we will see you next time. All right. Bye everyone.